0: Welcome to the first episode of Coach My Leadership podcast brought to you by Leaders Being Heard and uh, Ermil Diaconescu. Hello, Ermil. How are you? Hello,
1: Florian. I'm fine and excited to be here with we you. We
0: are also excited to have you with us. Please introduce yourself to the audience. What do you do for a living? What's your ex- expertise?
1: So, um, right now, I'm since, I don't know, 2016. I'm a professional coach, executive, and business coach and uh, this is what I do for a living and uh, before that I have a big experience in working with uh, big multinational companies, uh, Romanian or uh, from abroad and uh, I have a big experience in working with leaders, with teams and with developing people.
0: Excellent, great. So today we will discuss about uh, success in a new role and let's kick off Uh, what does success mean actually how do you define success
1: well this is a great question because what happens in fact and this is a topic i like uh, very much i'm passionate about it what happens in fact is that we assume a lot for example um, we assume that it's very common to assume that sometimes The success is very clear. It means that my team delivers in time, without uh, many bugs, in the quality. But I wonder, is this really the success expected? What if for delivering in time, for example, and in good quality, I put a pressure on my team members, which is not acceptable in that company? So I think it's like this defining success in a new role Have to start even before accepting the job with a moment of self- sincerity Do I really want this job? Am I really prepared for this job? Is this what I want to do? Because a lot I saw a lot of uh, experts uh, Who decided to remain individual contributors and to excel in what they were doing instead of being, let's say, promoted to a manager position. So in fact, it's need to start with that. Okay. Is this what I really want?
0: Okay, the issue is here that a lot of people accepting new roles or manager roles without being aware of what will happen in the future for them.
1: Yeah, so this is uh, first what, what I said, a moment of reflection. And then after accepting a new role, the first step is to really define what success means. To have an understanding what my boss, my manager expects from me. Not only in terms of results, in terms of uh, conduct, in terms of relationship, I need to understand very well in this new organization or it is old organization. How is defined? How is defined the success? In fact. What does success
0: mean? Actually, it's a changing uh, of a job because you are coming, let's say, uh, uh, I'm a programmer. I'm coming from a technical uh, uh, background. And uh, when I've I've been promoted to a manager, it's basically other job. It's not technical anymore. It's about managing and leading people and teams. And uh, I have uh, other uh, job descriptions.
1: Indeed. So it's about transition and this is another question i need to answer before am i ready to make a transition am i ready and uh, do i want to change things to change my way of seeing things of acting of uh, am i really uh, available to adapt this is another question i need to answer to myself
0: okay so you have to start with yourself to take a step back, start with yourself, and uh, doing a mindset change, uh, thinking about what a successful transition to neural means, and to anticipate what are the issues that you that may occur in the in the future.
1: Exactly, and I'll give you. I can give you some example about anticipating problems because this is the. In fact, after answering all those questions we discussed about. Anticipate problems is the first step. So I just mentioned a few of them, but there are a lot of things. We are not providing here a solution, one size fits all. But just to, to throw out some some hints. For example, what can happen? It can happen one of the problems can be that I'm not able to control my ego. So I don't listen, I don't consider other opinions, or maybe. I'm not being authentic and just looking for recognition or maybe not be not being able to control my ego maybe I'm blaming others a lot instead of being accountable or not being able to control my ego I'm not really open for feedback so uh, one of the problems is that my ego steps in after I'm being promoted. So I need to control it and to be well aware about my authenticity, about my vulnerability, about being what I am and not faking things, looking for recognition or being approved or uh, gaining respect. You gain respect by being authentic, not by faking it. Another common problem is exactly what we discussed before which is uh, not knowing exactly what a good job means. I need to, have, uh, to do a good job, but I'm not really understanding what a good job means in this new position of mine. And uh, as you said before, and we discussed, for example, being promoted from a technical role to a manager role, it seems obvious. I need to deliver without bugs in time, But maybe I need to define with my boss what exactly the success. What is a good job? What does he understand with a good job? Maybe he understands also to create, uh, to empower people, to create a good atmosphere in the team, to encourage people to grow. I don't know. There is not one solution fits all, but you need to understand this, what a good job means. Or maybe another problem can be which can happen in this case you, you mentioned, I don't know how to do it. I understand what a good job means, all those things, but I really don't know how to do it. I don't have the skills. I don't really know how to do it.
0: And so, what, yeah. is the, what is the, the sol- solution here? Uh, what should I do if I don't know what to do?
1: <laughs> exactly. After identifying this, because we, we will discuss maybe after that, is to develop myself to identify mentors to identify people who can help me even to be vulnerable in front of the team guys we're together with this I'm learning now I'm growing with you help me and I help you to grow so uh, to identify the areas I need to develop to have some trainings some uh, mentoring some coaching I need to grow but i need first to identify that i don't know how to
0: do it okay so where should i put my focus in the first place uh, identify uh, where are my weaknesses okay and have uh, an approach on how do i uh, grow myself in order to help my team in
1: fact the focus uh, here is Kind of simple answer with a complex uh, follow-up after that. So um, there are two things, very important things, where I should put my focus. Results and relationships. If everything is in order, in place with these two things, everything will be okay. If my results are good and my relationships are good, everything will be okay. So in terms of results, getting results, we already discussed about that. To understand how does my manager define the success? But not only my manager. For example, what do others expect from me? Other colleagues, other uh, other fellow team managers? What resources do I need? As we mentioned before, in order to provide results, what development I need? What does people in my team expect from me in order to deliver results? So I need to to focus on getting results and to understand also what performance means in this
0: organization. And how do you measure the results? Actually, you should have a baseline.
1: Exactly, exactly. Here is is a big discussion around the results but the key points are to understand exactly what good results mean and what the others expect from you in terms of results in terms of delivery and um, then I mentioned about relationships
0: I think it's a really important topic uh, the relationships that uh, someone has uh,
1: remember you are new In this position role so you have to create some relationship you may you might be new in a new organization so it's essential to identify people who are key for your success it might be my manager it might be people in my team it might be maybe some guys who don't have some fancy beautiful Job title, some guy there, but which is maybe an informal leader or somebody more experienced who can help me achieve the success. So I have to identify who are those people. Then I need also to identify which people I need to build relationships. And also what's very important in this is to balance between results and relationships. Because what happens? If I'm focusing on relationship, I can be perceived... Uh, we, we, we discuss a lot in the few months about perceptions about myself in this non So I can be perceived as a weak leader who only wants to have a good atmosphere in the team, but who doesn't deliver. Or if I only deliver, I can be perceived like... a I, I don't know somebody who doesn't care about people he only wants to deliver 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 without being taken care so a balance between this is extremely extremely important for example we discussed before how much pressure is okay in this company in this culture to put on people there are companies and people who accept more pressure There are companies and people who accept almost no pressure. In fact, what's the company culture around this topic of balancing between results and relationships? And maybe what can I learn from others is very important. How others successful people in this organization do? How do they manage their teams, for example? How do they act? with the colleagues, with the people in their teams, with their boss. It's very important to have some, some models. I
0: understand. So the culture represents a, a major topic that uh, you should take into consideration uh, when uh, you are thinking about balancing the results and the relationships. What do you think about it's much easier to be a new manager in, uh, in a company for which you already work for so you have been promoted, let's say, in a manager role, or it's uh, much easier to come from outside as a new joiner, uh, new manager role uh, in a company?
1: Well, it's a, it's a very good question. I don't think there is a real good answer on this. There are pros and cons for, uh, for each one. Of course, you know more about this company if you are from inside, you already maybe might have some relations, uh, maybe some people you know. You know, let's say, how the things work in those com- in that company. But on the other hand, you tend to forget that you have a different role. So you tend to do the same thing you did before. For example, if I'm the best at. Uh, in my team from the technical point of view, and I'm promoted as a manager, I maybe tend to be involved in the technical delivery of the guys in my team, instead of motivating them to grow and to deliver. I tend to step in and to put my hands on the keyboard and to write a piece of code. I tend to do a lot of stuff because I tend to forget that now I'm totally new role. If I'm new in another company, I have to take care about culture, which I don't understand, uh, people which I don't know, but also being more alert on this makes me understand, and the others may be more, uh, I don't know, more. Um, they will understand me and they will treat me as somebody who learns. Not as somebody who has been around from for 10 years and he already knows. He already knows, but uh, not really.
0: <laughs> I see. Interesting uh the personal development you mentioned earlier it's a it's an important step that uh, someone should take in a in a new role uh but i often hear uh, from people that uh, they don't have time to develop uh, on a personal level or uh, develop uh, professionally taking some courses or reading some stuff uh, due to the task they have all day uh how do you think someone could uh, uh, make some room for the personal development in the turmoil mm-hmm. of a daily turmoil of, uh, of tasks that we have?
1: Well, in fact, uh, developing is essential. First, uh, it's essential to gain those skills you miss in the new position. You probably need to learn some things. If you're a technical guy promoted as a team manager, you need to learn how to run a meeting. How to empower people? Because otherwise, it seems like we deliver. Ah, it's okay without those trainings. It's okay. We manage, but we manage for a short period of time, and then we start crisis after crisis after crisis. We start. Uh, we start um, fighting fires. So um, it's like. I have an army I don't prepare any strategy because I don't have time to prepare we need to fight so I would say it's a it's a matter of uh, priorities and it's a matter to find this balance and uh, it's your job in fact as a team manager to prepare yourself and to grow it's a job to do this
0: talking about relationships uh... You All you could have in your team, people which are not sharing, I don't know, the same values, the same beliefs uh, as you or uh, as the company culture. Uh, how a new manager uh, could treat this? Uh, how a new manager could deal with this kind of behavior, let's say?
1: Well, empowering people, I think, uh, deserves a separate podcast. <laughs> But uh, I, can throw, and, um, I can throw some, some ideas, some things I, I encounter working with my customers here. First of all, we need to keep in mind that uh, there is no uh, team motivation. It's only, there is only personal motivation because everyone has his own reason. So in this situation, I will start by thinking, what's in it for them? What's in it for this person? What is the behavior I expect from this person? And in exchange for this behavior, what I can offer? Why this person comes every day to work? What's in it for him? Maybe he wants development. Maybe he wants uh, to grow. Maybe he likes uh, the team. Maybe he wants to be promoted. I have to, to spend enough time in knowing the people in my team, in fact. Because this is also very important. Even if we don't have time for one-on-ones, because we need to deliver, you know. <laughs> but we cannot, in fact, deliver properly without those one-on-ones. Because sooner or later, something will broke badly. So these one-on-ones are mandatory from my side. And also, and also, uh, talking about relationships, I should always ask myself, how can I help, for example, in order to ensure my success? How can I help my manager? How can I help others to succeed? How can I help people in my team to succeed? What's success for them? How can I help them?
0: How much? Uh, how uh, often? Uh, you think uh, you should have one-on-ones with uh, your teammates or with your team? I mean, by uh, no companies where uh, it's uh, uh, every month you should have a half an hour one-on-one, but in other companies they have I don't know twice a year. You think uh, uh, often it's much better to to discuss with people. Or those should be formal one-on-ones or could be informal uh, I don't know what do you think is the best approach
1: here I really don't think there is a good answer it depends very much on my in my opinion on the quality I think that it's more important to have a real one-on-one with presence with listening with the uh, active contribution even if is not so often than to have every every week for example and to discuss totally other topics and not about person not listening to that person i think it needs to be an authentic one on one when uh, people have chance to express themselves when manager listens and take actions and supports really supports the people in the team to achieve the results and to grow and uh, answer concerns.
0: If you are having one-on-one with your manager, for example, you are a manager, middle manager. You have a boss who likes to have a one-on-one with you. How could you prepare for this one? Any tips and tricks?
1: Well, again, as any conversation, you you need to prepare, and for me you need to have very clear in your mind what you want to achieve, what is the message you have to send, what is the... What's in it for the other person to do what you expect from him, even his your boss or your employee. And I think maybe another topic, good topic for a podcast could be manager-manager.
0: Manager. How are we managing
1: our managers in order to obtain from them what we need for our job.
0: Um, That's a great idea.
1: (laughs) In fact, uh, I think for each one-on-one, for each conversation, you need to prepare a little bit to know the people in front of you. One thing who can help and it's mandatory, I think, uh, for a success in a new role is exactly this. For example, what's my manager communication style? How does he like to be addressed uh, maybe he don't he doesn't like people to come to him only with problems he wants people to also offer some op- alternatives some possible answers i don't know but i think it's mandatory to figure out talking about success in a new role what's my manager communication style
0: great uh, good uh... One last question for you today, Ermil, it's about uh, that saying that uh, people are leaving uh, uh, bosses, not companies, or something like that. So uh, you are not leaving because of the company culture, but you are leaving a company because of your boss. It's a toxic uh, relationship with your boss. Um, any advice for uh, for the people who have toxic Toxic managers. <laughs> so all the situation
1: we discussed today um, have to be mm, treated in a personal environment. So this is where coaching steps in, because for each person the situation is a little bit different, maybe. Now, from this point of view, don't uh, uh, without looking at personal things just as a problem, but there is no problem, <laughs> you know, there is no sickness, there are only sick people, because the sickness is different for everyone. I would say you can do as much as you can do in order to deal with that, to obtain for your boss what you want. You can change, you can prepare, you can try to convince him, you can try to impact him, you can try to influence him, but it's the thing you can do sometimes no matter how good you prepare for a meeting the other will do the same will not change so yeah it happens it happens but in fact is to identify to identify again about yourself to talk to yourself do I really want to stay? Do I really want to leave? What are the advantages I'm staying? What are the advantages I'm living? What are the cons I stay? What are the cons? And in fact, to make a decision. One thing I would, I would like to add here some uh, about personal development. Even if I start to be successful in my new job, this is not uh, something that is forever. So I need to read, I need to study, I need to find a mentor or maybe new mentors, I need to learn about myself, my strengths, my weaknesses and to grow, to grow, to grow. I need to have coaching in the position, in a manager position, I think is fundamental because uh, no matter how you prepare, how much you prepare yourself, there are some things we really don't see about ourselves some blind spots, some limiting beliefs, some things we prevent us from having success. So for this is where the coaching steps in. Yeah. So I think this is the main idea. First of all, identify what success means. Then balance between results and relationship. Try to understand the culture. And then work with the coach as well because... Um, As I said, there can be limiting beliefs, blind spots, and develop yourself as much as you can, always.
0: So it's a continuous journey and finding your growing edge and work on those growing growing edges and... Uh, updating your yourself each uh, each uh, time it's uh, is needed thank you ermil for uh, great insights today and uh, we are looking forward uh, for the next episode uh, and for uh, some uh, great advices that uh, you could uh, give to new managers and to uh, people which are having managing uh, positions.
1: So thank you, Florian, for having me. And um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm anxious to to work with you in the next next episode. Now, uh, as I mentioned, every situation we discuss, we, we are giving here some some hints. Then everything will be. I recommend for each person in a new role to work with a professional, being a coach, being a mentor, being, I don't know, in order to, to improve. Because success is not a man sh- not a question of luck. It's a question of building
0: success. It's a great saying. Thank you. Thank you, Germil. Uh Thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, see you next time. Bye-bye.